Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. How do you know when a relationship is difficult, different, dysfunctional, or downright destructive? Well, hey, my friend, my name is Chris Reese, and I want to welcome you back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast, where it is my hope to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. There are clear signs that can indicate you're in a toxic relationship. And I'm not just referring to romantic relationships. I'm talking about any person that you're trying to have a healthy, godly connection with, parent, partner, pastor, coworker, or friend. If you have to relate to them, you have to be able to discern the difference. And hopefully you know that issues like abuse, infidelity, substance abuse, being secretive, etc., are all t- examples of toxic behavior. But what about the less obvious ones? The ones that leave you feeling like you're going crazy because you just can't put your finger on it. So today I want to talk to you about eight relationship red flags that no Christian should ignore in any relationship. But before we dive in, I do want to say that there is a difference between troubled and toxic. Trouble can play out in a difference of opinions, personalities, and even a difference in values. Troubled people can have difficulty in regulating their emotions, they likely struggle with past and current triggers, and they're probably emotionally immature. And while toxic people can mimic those same struggles, the difference is that it doesn't end there. And while we do want to extend the same grace to troubled people that God extended to us, we also want to discern if we're trying to treat a wolf as a sheep. So let's dive in. Red flag number one they're manipulative. They'll say things like, oh, if you've forgiven me, you'd back off. Or if you leave, I'll hurt myself. Or I don't know why you don't just trust me. When a person is manipulative, they only have one thing on their mind. How can I get my needs met? It's self-serving, but sly. And manipulation can be in the form of guilt, anger, passive aggressiveness, and even scripture twisting. And if someone responds with rage when you question them, they are trying to manipulate you into backing down. And the same is true for the even more toxic form, passive aggressiveness. You see, behind the mask, passive aggressive people are extremely manipulative. They pretend to be one thing all while scheming to change your behavior to suit their agenda. And their intent is to deceive you. And when caught, they will often say things like, I was only joking, to deflect from their true motives. Red flag number two, you're walking on eggshells. They could say something like, it's not just what you said, it's how you said it. So now I'm upset. Thanks a lot. Or why do you have to breathe so loudly? You know how that bothers me. In healthy relationships, there is a free flow of behaviors and communication that's easy to navigate for the most part. But in eggshell relationships, there is considerable care to avoid upsetting the other person. And this often creates a dynamic of codependency as you're constantly watching and alert for how this person feels so that you can navigate without upsetting them. It's like you become a mood monitor. Sound tense? It is. 
Many people that make you walk on eggshells are controlling people that target the mental and emotional well-being of another while trying to subdue them. And if you're constantly scared to bring something up, if you're always trying to formulate what you have to say and how to say it, but you're constantly met with gaslighting, blame shifting, and utter disregard, my friend, you've crossed a serious relationship red flag. And if you find yourself a tiptoer, I want you to be sure to check out my online course called Conquering Codependency Biblically. I'll include a link in the show notes, or you can jump on over to chrisreese.com and check that out. Red flag number three, controlled. Controlling people will say things like, I just do it because I love you. Or after all I've done for you, this is the least you could do for me. Controllers aren't always overtly domineering people. Many come in with very low key tactics that make it difficult to detect their wicked ways. Make no mistake, they're wicked. Their behavior may come across as caring, but the slide to controlling is a slick one. They abuse words like submission and honor, all to suit their own agenda. Controlling people can use guilt, manipulation, punishment, and domination to keep you in line, and they tend to micromanage. And 2 Timothy 3, I want to invite you to check that out, reminds us to avoid these people. Red flag number four is gaslighting. Gaslighters will say things like, I know what you think you saw, but that wasn't me. Or, you're so sensitive, it's not that big of a deal. Gaslighting is the intent to deceive. And gaslighters will deny, blame, or manipulate your thoughts and feelings with the intent to deceive you. And this doesn't mean that everyone who denies what you say is gaslighting. There are times where simple misunderstandings or miscommunications are taking place. However, gaslighters know the truth and their phrases and questions are designed to make you think you're going crazy. And that's because you're told that your feelings and experiences are wrong. And instead of getting bent out of shape that they don't see what you see, my friend, maybe it's time to realize you're dealing with a deceiver. Red flag number five is devalued. People who devalue you will say things like, if you want something done, clearly I have to do it myself. Or you're going out looking like that. Or you're not even worth me responding to. In toxic relationships, your needs, opinions, and goals, they don't matter. And this person may support you as long as it doesn't interfere with their needs. And they may be on board with you until it disrupts them. Then you're going to get met with teasing, insults, and guilt-ridden comments designed to put you back in your place. And devaluing can even play out in inconsistent behavior, where they say one thing and then do another, or help you one minute and then hurt you the next. Red flag number six, they're isolating you. Isolators will say things like, don't you dare share what we're going through with someone. Or, are you trying to make me look bad? If you're told that you can't get help or you're betraying the family, my friend, you're in a toxic, isolating situation. Whether it's a spouse saying, don't you dare share what we're going through, or your parent who says nothing leaves this family, you feel trapped because getting help means that you're betraying the person, the very person who is actually 
hurting you. And the goal of wanting to be the patient spouse or the honoring child is now going to be used against you. But scripture does tell us to expose evil works of darkness. And toxic people don't want their evil exposed because they don't want to be challenged to change. And sometimes the most loving thing you can do is expose them. I don't mean going and posting it on social media or making it a Sunday morning announcement, but go get the help you need. Grab a godly friend, a trusted counselor, or a reliable pastor, whoever you need to help you get the right perspective about what's right and what's wrong, what's your responsibility and what's theirs. My friend, you can't go it alone in a toxic relationship. And isolation is a breeding ground for the works of darkness. Red flag number seven, they disregard your boundaries. Boundary stompers will say things like, oh, I know you wanted to be alone, but I just need something. Or, but I'm your mother. Boundaries indicate where one person ends and the other begins. But in toxic relationship, there's an expectation of enmeshment. Often under the guise of love and care, toxic people have little in the way of boundaries for themselves. So when you try to set one, you're going to be labeled as uncaring and selfish. And if you're having trouble setting and keeping boundaries, I want to invite you to check out my online course called Biblical Boundaries with Toxic Family. I'll include a link in the show notes, or you can jump on over to chrisreese.com and check that out there. Red flag number eight. Their responses are toxic. Toxic people will say things like, why can't you just drop it? Well, what about all the mistakes you've made? Look, we've all made mistakes. We all at some point or another have said something offensive or do something selfish, but the response to the wrongdoing can be the difference between mistake and malicious, troubled and toxic. And if you're struggling with insecurity and you go to your spouse and you're met with an onslaught of accusations and verbal assaults, raise the red flag, my friend. It's toxic. If you're constantly stonewalled by your mother when you don't obey and in, and in letting her know how it makes you feel, you're now met with deflection and blaming and ridicule or gaslighting, my friend, it's likely toxic. So does this mean that you have to leave the relationship? Well, of course not. But before you go putting all of your emotional eggs in someone's basket, I want you to remember Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart. Being in a toxic relationship for a significant length of time can lead to codependency. It's like you can't be okay unless they change their behaviors. You see, because codependency says, if you're okay, I'm okay. If you're not okay, I'm not okay. So I need you to change so I can be okay. My friend, this is not okay. So I want to invite you, definitely check out my online course called Conquering Codependency Biblically. I'll include a link in the show notes. And if you want to learn about the Christian covert narcissist, jump on over to episode 220. And I want to invite you to grab a copy of our free Toxic People Survival Guide. This is my free gift to you to help you learn how to identify and deal with all the difficult people in your life. Again, I'll include a link in the show notes or jump on over to chrisreese.com and grab that valuable resource today. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, 
Help us keep the Building Faith podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.